What's up, everybody? This is Aida, founder and CEO of Unlimited, a lifestyle clothing brand designed to inspire you to move and celebrate your body and all that makes you, you. I am joined by co-host Simone McKenna, a fitness and nutrition guru, and Aaron Tennant, life coach and owner of Grow Well Coaching. And you're listening to The Unscripted Podcast by Unlimited. All right, folks, welcome back for another episode. Today we have someone special, and that's Danae Palmer. Danae, welcome to our show. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here with you guys. Yes, we're excited to have you. I mean, a lot of amazing things that we heard about you, but before we kickstart this conversation, how about you introduce yourself a little bit to our our audience? Okay, I'm Danae uh, Palmer, and I am a mom and an author, and I I spent years being a um, psycho-spiritual mentor coach, and um, right when I was thinking I was going to be retired, I started having these things come to me in meditation that said, put your fingers on a keyboard, Danae, and start writing. So I started writing, and that's how I... um, how I came to be here today is, um, you know, the, my re- most recent book um, called Baptized by Love, How I Found Present Joy and Never Let It Go, was recently released um, in in March of this year. And um, the other book, the one that I first started with, it's called Co- um, Coffee with the Divine, A Yummy Guide to Daily Miracles. And, um, and that came about, you know, that was the first thing I really started writing about. I'd taken a lot of people through A Course in Miracles, and I'd been a, a student of it, really, that became kind of a theosophy for me, you know, a theological way of looking at life and really transforming your whole thought system from fear to love, mm-hmm. which, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, isn't that what we're all trying to do in this life anyway, yes. right? Amen, and, yes. And it's it's a pretty sophisticated um piece of work it's a really sophisticated document and it's beautiful it's fantastic but you know how the ego mind can just really overwork shit right mm-hmm. and and so and what one of the things that came to me after you my first few years with the courses I started to find the little simplicity nuggets and mm-hmm. um and so what I noticed when I started writing you know I'd meditate on the lesson in the course and all these different ways I've practiced it. Um, like just some event from my life where I practiced that lesson would flash through my mind and I'd start telling that story. And so that's how Coffee of the Earth Divine came about. And I wasn't planning to write a book or anything, but my sister who's an author who's been writing her memoir for years. Um, and she said, she said, you should publish this, you know? And, wow. um, and I just thought, you know, I, if, if it can, the thing people always told me is you just make it so much more simple than my brain was making it. And so Mm. that's, (laughs) that's the gift that I think that book is. And I was never going to write a memoir. I I think everybody thinks their story is just so special, you know, and I was like, there's no way I ever going to write a memoir. But I developed this yummy philosophy that I call the yummy way. And it really started out, and you guys saw it kind of when we first started talking right before we pressed play today, where I just start, I just found myself saying, well, does that feel yummy? Or does it feel icky? Because if it feels yummy, you're aligned with your true self. We all know what that feeling is. It's like cha-ching inside. Mm. And we are... Letting life come in through our senses and we're flowing with life, right? Yeah. 
But if it feels icky, we're running up against some kind of belief system in our minds that's making us resist the present moment. And the present moment is always a gift. You know, mm. whatever's happening is happening because that's how life wants it. It's mm. not personal. But then mm. we have these beliefs that go, well, I didn't like that. I didn't want it to go that way. Well, you know, life doesn't care whether you wanted it to go that way or not. It's going the way that's in the overall good of all humankind. In so many aspects that we can't possibly know what it is. I mean, think of the miracle that the four of us are sitting on this Zoom call right now. The elements that came together for this precious moment that we're mm. sharing together, right? I mean, every day I'm just in awe of how magnificent it is the fact that we're doing this. You know, how did it happen, man? You know, but we get to do it every day, right? So, and and so, and that feels yummy. And there's a way of, of you know, like kind of for me, the philosophy is this present moment is the only moment there is. Mm. It's the only, I mean, I, you can say, oh, I did this in the past, or I hope I do that in the future or whatever, but the actual living, it's only happening this moment. Have you ever lived in any other moment than this one? You haven't. It's here right. and now, and that's reality. So if it's not happening now, it's not real. It's yeah, a story yeah. we're telling ourselves that we've developed based on our belief systems, right? Absolutely. And so much, so many of our belief systems got developed at such an early stage of our lives or during um, difficult times. So fear went first and it kind of trapped this experience that we were resisting inside of us, right? And so every time, you know, that same shade of color comes our way, we go, <gasps> You know, we kind of hold our breath to it and we, we try to find a way to manipulate the outside environment so that we don't feel that feeling of fear. And, 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 and we're missing the present moment completely. Mm. But in, yep. In, yep. The, in, in the present moment, we have everything we need to deal with that moment. We're always just so busy thinking, well, what am I going to do if this happens? If this happens, is unreal. It's not yeah. happening now. Yeah. So and I the other question, I think it's a... Uh... Oh, yeah, oh sorry. Ahead. I was just gonna say I have a quick question. So, like, I mean, theoretically, it would be amazing if you felt yummy all the time. But again, that's not life and that's not how our brain operates. So, how do you, if you're noticing you're not in this yummy vibe, you're not, you're not looking at life through this yummy lens, how do you get you? What's your process to get yourself there? Because I mean, I, I'm sure the more you practice it, the easier it is to get there, the easier sure. it is to recognize you're not there. Cause again, you're a human being, you're not a robot. Like, you know, right. ideally we want right. to be this way as much as possible, but when you're not, how do you get yourself there? What's your problem? Absolutely. And I love that you're talking about that because believe me, when I first started changing my life, most of my belief, I was afraid. I, yeah. as, as far back as I remember, that's the first feeling I can remember from my childhood. Mm. I was afraid, always afraid of what was going to happen next. The unknown, mm. the uncertainty. Well, life's uncertain. <laughs> yeah. Scary. But, yeah. It's very scary. Yeah. yeah. So just to address directly what you're talking about and how I might work with somebody with that is if you're feeling icky, that's a message true also from your inner being. It's saying, mm. stop what you're doing right now. Don't move until you can move from peace. Stop Not what that. you're doing right this moment and take a look at what's your mind telling you right now. You know, mm. if I'm having that icky feeling, I'm experiencing some sort of apprehension, some resistance to life as is it, it's actually going on. So what's the story I'm telling myself 
that's making me resist this. Notice what that story is. What are the beliefs that I have that make that keep that story alive? Okay, do I where did I where did I get that? Well, maybe from childhood, maybe from that bad boyfriend I had, maybe I got it from, you know, all of those experiences. Are those experiences happening now? No, mm. and they're not real. They're a story that I'm still sacrificing my life force to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So essentially yeah. you're doing thought work. You're, you're essentially yes, taking exactly. what's the, what you're, you're, you're stopping. You're creating awareness and consciousness of, I feel this way. I'm thinking this way. This is the story I'm telling myself. And if I don't like being here, I have a choice not to be here in this moment exactly. and I can move forward. And yes, I am a hundred percent. I have, I have a similar process. Again, I think all of our processes look a little different and so they should, they should feel right to yeah. you. However, they, yeah. uh, what will work best for you. But again, yes, what you're saying, I, I strive to remember that that is always an option for me. Cause it's funny how your brain just forgets like, Oh, in the moment right. you can just, this is just not available to you. And you're like, I live, mm-hmm. eat and breathe this. And yet I still have to remind myself it's available right. to me whenever I want. Uh, you know, for me, that one of the miracles that happened for me was realizing this, what I call your yummy stat. Mm-hmm. It's that little barometer inside the yummy and icky thing, right? Yeah. And when I get that glitchy feeling inside, we always get it. We bypass it. But as soon as you realize, I don't feel so good, or then you can notice that something in your mind is saying, I don't want this this way. You know, oh, shit, it's raining outside. Like, like I'm going to sacrifice my yummy for that rain. No, I'm going to go, Hey, it's raining outside. Right. Okay. So, and so sometimes we don't even know exactly what the story is, right. We just mm-hmm. feel kind of mm-hmm. shitty inside. And, 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 but what we can always do is we can notice that we have a tightening inside that icky feeling and we can just go inside and notice where it is. Can I soften around that? Mm-hmm. Can I just, release the energy that's trapped inside it wants to be released energy wants to flow through us everything's energy so it's just a message saying you have trapped energy don't believe the story in your head that's that's no longer valid you know but can you soften around that energy and can you let it go can you soften a little more and can you let a little bit more go and can you give yourself a little love for noticing I love that. And can you give yourself a little bit more love? Because, mm-hmm. I mean, you got it. When I started doing my work, you know, and I started really doing this, I noticed that I was, I was feeling better about it. And so I'd want to remember more, you know, mm-hmm. as soon as I would start to notice that, that icky feeling, or I start to say, oh no, she's coming my way, you know, or some kind of crap. And, you know, where I would throw up my resistance, I'd be like, oh, that's a gift. Yeah. Oh, that's a gift. And then I, you know, at some point I was just like, I really started loving this girl, Danae, who would give herself this time, this chance, this opportunity to, well, I think this was the only game in town really is, is, you know, get, know thyself, right? Mm-hmm. Know thyself. 100%. I hear you, sister, yeah. loud and clear, preaching to the choir. I'm here for it. For yeah, sure. love is, yeah. So love is what we are. That's, that's, that's the creative force of the universe. We're all made from that. That's our spiritual DNA, you know? And, you know, for me, recognizing that, you know, I, I, I grew up with that whole belief system that I was unworthy, that I need, needed to, I don't know, do something magnificent in order to make the grade just to, you know, 
just to keep sucking air on the planet, right? And mm-hmm. and you know, in my memoir, which is is <laughs> baptized by love, I finally wrote because I started writing something else, and I realized that young Danae had a story to tell. The gal who had gone through the fire and rose from the ashes like a phoenix, and she. And, and I had the compassion of who I am today to give her that voice, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's something I really feel wonderful about. But I, just, that. <laughs> I absolutely love that, Danae. I, I'm going to say that listening to you gives me this sense of calm and relaxation. And as you're talking, I'm literally just thinking about all the things. You're like, oh my gosh, you know, there's, some, there, there's this thing that I could have done differently, that I could have felt differently. And I love how your energy portrays who you are as a person. I love that mm. you truly come as you are and it's something that you've learned. And I guess that's where I kind of want to touch on a little bit. It, I think um, dealing with our emotions uh, isn't something that we learn at a earlier age, right? This is not something that is a course. It's not something that is necessarily encouraged. You know, I feel like, it's more now that you're hearing people talk about, you know, have a coach, you know, so you can kind of talk about some emotions that you may be dealing through, dealing with, or, you know, a therapist that you can talk about some of the things that you experience at a young age that may be, um, maybe leading you to do certain things, right? And so I guess for you, um, obviously, it sounds like you have a lot of experience. Uh, you had an awakening, right? Yeah. So for those of us that necessarily haven't reached that awakening, what would be like um, like practical tips that you would give to folks to get to that awareness, right? Because what we're saying is that, you know, the more aware you are of your thoughts, the more you are aware of the story that you're telling yourself, you can tell yourself, is it the truth? Is it the, the true story that you're living right now? Or is it just something that your mind is telling you that you should maybe try to find a way to get away from and maybe, you know, shift uh, shift the dialogue, right? So how, what are some mm-hmm. tips that you can share with our audience on that? Well, you know, um, so one thing is we start to, we need to set aside time with ourselves to, to, to mm, re-familiarize, I'll say more than familiarize ourselves. I mean, we came this way before we started the defense mechanisms to try and keep ourselves safe in a world we didn't understand, right? And so we come as love. And so we need to re-familiarize ourselves with it. You know, almost 40 years ago, my mentor, Betty, um, she said, make an appointment with God first thing in the morning and keep it. And I knew when she said that, that it was going to change my whole life. I've never missed a day. I spend the first couple hours of my day um, with the divine every day. And mm-hmm. I just, you know, for what it looks like now, uh, um, believe me, I made it much more complicated than I had to for years. You know, I've got to learn Zen meditation, transcendental meditation, you know, got to keep my life, my chakras aligned, you know, all that stuff. I became a rebirther. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> shit, man, a shaman. I did <laughs> but, you know, let me improve on what God made, right? But, yeah. <laughs> but mostly what we're trying to do is we're unlearning what we what we have yes. added to ourselves. That's really what we're doing. So we're unlearning that. And we can tell just spending that quiet time with ourselves. And I don't think 
I'm not a big proponent of traditional meditation techniques because they kind of get us to strive for some ultimate experience or something, the enlightenment experience. This moment is enlightenment. Aligned with this moment, totally present to it. That's it, man. That's it. That is the joy of everything, you know, mm-hmm. and that, that, that's why it's so hard to, for people to spend time in meditation. See, they have difficulty time just being present with themselves, you know? It's uncomfortable. And, <laughs> and people don't know that, how to be uncomfortable. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that, that is just energy trying to be released from the, you have that uncomfortable feeling because you've set up defense mechanisms that are now your comfort zone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you have to sit with that. And it's just, it's as easy as just focusing on your breath. And when you notice that your mind's going crazy, going, noticing, okay, this is me. And that's my mind talking mm-hmm. to me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm the mm-hmm. one that's noticing, which means my, that bullshit going on in my head, that isn't me. No, no, no. That that's not me. So this is me, and I love that I'm noticing. That's one of the techniques that I really reinforce. That you don't hear a lot. That as soon as you recognize that you're starting to see that you're not the story in your head. That every time you notice, you pause. Oh, I've got that glitchy feeling. I've got the icky feeling. Oh, I love that I'm noticing that right now. It's like the greatest gift you can give yourself because it's such a groovy way to continue to bring the self love back home. You know, and you always hear this shit about like, you know, you can't give away anything you don't have. I think we automatically love. So I don't, you know, people say you can't love somebody else unless you love yourself. I think we love um, more freely without expectation, more unconditionally when we love ourselves, right? But if you've ever had children, you know that you love unconditionally. That's your your first go-to. When you drop manuals for people and expectations and you just let them be them and figure their shit out. Exactly. And love them for whatever they bring to the table that you enjoy or just like or whatever it is, wherever you are on the spectrum, it just feels so much better than forcing it and just trying to humans have this weird and me, obviously I'm a human being included, like this desire to control and control our circumstances, control the people around us, control our thoughts, control our feelings. And it just, that I think makes us feel safe when we know what to expect and what we're dealing with and what we're doing. And I think when we can just be still in the uncertainty of people of thoughts, of feelings, of life, of insert, like that's the hard work. That is the deep right. shit. That's, that is that's very the real work. And it's because really hard in our society when we're going all the time and we're so busy and we're doing all the things. It's really hard to be still. Yeah. But you know, the, first you need to change the mindset that you can control anything. That's, a, that, that, that's the biggest lie we tell ourselves. You have no control over anything just because you think, okay, if I do A, B, and C, then I always get D, you know, a truck could run over D. Sorry. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. always, it's always uncertain. Life's going to do what life's going to do. We don't get to decide that. So the more that we can totally accept whatever's happening, what, this moment in front of me right now, that's the gift that I'm being given. And it's if we just, okay, this is what I've got. Yeah. I don't care what resistance my brain tries to send. Although, oh, my brain's doing that thing it's doing. It's trying to resist this moment. But this is yeah. what I've got. And so it's my gift. This is and my when, gift. 
Yeah. And when people realize that that's the control you actually do have, which exactly. is recognizing and being still that you do, we do have control. It just, yeah. we think we have control of things that we, outside well, we want to have control we outside. Of, yeah. And it's all internal and it's being still and recognizing and being aware and deciding and watching the thoughts and the feeling, the feelings. And that's really what I think a lot of people right now are trying to say, Hey, I've experienced this. This is real. And this feels fucking awesome. And right. this is how you get the control you're looking for. Not by all the things out there. That's not how you do it. You have yeah. to bring it inward. And for you to do that, you have to slow the fuck down and quiet the noise. Right. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, just on a note about that with the control thing, because what you're talking about is personal power. Yeah. And we have traded our personal power for a sense of simulated control, mm-hmm. which 100%. is a mind game. And once we're touched with that personal power, then we can dictate things in our minds, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we have all these random thoughts. They just seem to haunt us half the time. But if I said, think about a blue bus right now, you just put that in your mind, didn't you? Mm. You can direct your mind as well, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, and this- so and, but you have to, you have to be solid here. Because you know that this girl that loves you so much inside, she's going to give good directions to you. I so love you gotta... that. I love that, Danae. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, I love, I love so many. We got to have a part two. I mean, I'm I know not, this wasn't enough. I've got yeah. all the questions, all the things. Like, we got to have you back on for sure. I know. There's so much okay. to talk about. And I'm just like soaking in. So, there's two things that I brought up. It's so funny how Aida, you said that Danae calms you and she's, you know, just really, for me, I like feel your energy. I'm like, she excites I'm like me. hyped up about this. Me too. And right. then when you spoke about meditation and I'm like, Oh, she's lost me because I am, <laughs> I do not meditate. I'm try, I try, I feel like I can't. And then when you put it in that way, where you said you do not do traditional meditation, you sit with your thoughts. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I do that. I can do that. <laughs> you know, it doesn't have to be this big hoo-ha. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And, and, you know, the reason I brought up this, this daily practice that I've had for 40 years is because, because it's more of this intent to make, make, make knowing myself the most important thing. I just turn my life over to love every day. That's what I want sponsoring everything that happens. Mm. And that's, and if we start our day like that, like the first thing out of my mouth in, or even in my thoughts, when I wake up in the morning is good morning, love. Thank you for my life. I love that. I mean, we're going to have to have you on for sure again. And gotta wrap, all the right? things. <laughs> yeah, we got to wrap, but we're going to have a part two because we've got, we didn't okay. even answer all the questions that we wanted to ask you. We just got so lot. <laughs> this is what we're talking about. Unscripted. We get lots in the conversation, yeah. but I know, um, I know yeah. there's definitely a lot more to talk about, but then thank you so much for being on the show. Love everything that we talked about. Obviously, that we said, love you know, you part two sounds great. <laughs> yes, we love you back. Amazing. Thank you so much for everything. And uh, again, we'll be in touch, folks. Give the wait. episode a listen and we'll we, we need to wait, wait, wait. We got to oh, yeah. share. Oh, yeah. Today. We can find oh, Where her. do we find you? Yeah. Thank okay. you, Aaron. Yes. yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. I was like, Re- no, we need to know this information. <laughs> well, <laughs> just really quick. Probably the easiest way to find me is my website, which is the yummyway.com. And, you know, it's got everything on there. It's got the, the podcast. It's got the books, my media page, everything. So Wonderful. that's the easiest way. Y-U-M-M-Y, yeah. right? Okay, perfect. Bye, yummy way.com.
love Perfect. it. Perfect. Awesome. Thank you, Danae. Have a wonderful Thank night. Thank you. Bye, ladies. Bye. 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 <laughs>